Ready? So number three underway. Okay, welcome to KCYZ. That's Carlos. This is Kelly. This is Carlos. <laughs> like a well-oiled machine. <laughs> a Mexican well-oiled machine. <laughs> Hello, my nerdy brother. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm always fantastic. You know that. Uh, this is a show where we talk about all sorts of nerdy things, but in particular, uh, wine, booze, vinyl records, toys, toys. and like that. Um, uh, so cheers to you, my brother. What are you drinking tonight? Cheers. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. Tonight, I am drinking the classiest of wines, mm. something that is helping the economy and helping plenty of people through some sort of schooling to tell only fans wine. What is, please explain. Is this um, benefiting somebody in particular? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope so. <laughs> Look, we got some, uh, some booty on the back label. Wow. Where does one get only fans wine? Um, I reckon grocery outlet. <laughs> I got to know. How's it taste? Yeah, I mean, it. I, I'm struggling, but I'll get through it. Yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, I mean, myself. We won't take it to any sort of fancy dinner parties. <laughs> I think people might look down that I'm bringing OnlyFans wine in. You know what? We might take it to a fancy dinner. Uh, I made my I made myself a really nice spicy pizza for dinner tonight, and I have paired it with a Pirato, a rosé from Italy, Ooh. and it's uh, it's quite good, very tasty, nice and dry. Uh, it's a little cold for rosé, but uh, I'll I'll take it. Mentally, you're in some place warm, and you need to drink what you drink in in warm days is that what it is warm and wet when you say you made your own pizza i mean did you need the did, did you you know make the dough and let it you sit sure. it out for a few days and sure you know me yeah that's what i do i needed the dough and then i where's killed... your pizza oven i've never seen a pizza <laughs> oven at your place uh it's right here oh that's what i call my belly <laughs> just put it in the pizza oven <laughs> No, I bought one of those nice uh, kind of uh, swanky pizzas at the QFC deli that, you know, that uh, they make there and then wrap up. Oh, I see. I see. So uh, I thought, well, I'm going to get myself a nice little rosé for this. And I did. Mm. And here we are. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I made myself and just a little, you know, this food talk on KCYZ radio. I, uh, I slow cooked me some country pork ribs today. They were delicious. Yeah, you love your ribs. I love ribs. You know what I had yesterday? Ribs? I had country pork ribs yesterday. <laughs> I overcooked them a little bit. They were a little bit dry. I was very upset. It, it was the worst thing that's happened to me um, in, a, in, a, in a bit. Uh, so I needed to redeem myself. And then I 8.5 out of 10 today with my Wow. Ribs. You know, I, I love... Meat of all kind. Ribs are not my favorite just because they're kind of messy, but the best ribs I've ever had, you made. They're delicious. Well, thank you. And I love yeah. doing it. I love it. Yeah. But what I really love is when you come up to my place and uh, grill a steak for me. Or I guess you don't grill a steak for me. You sear a steak for you me. Sear up a here. Steak. You know, I'm going to I'm going to talk you into getting a grill. And then putting it where? 
in the back. You can put a chain around it, chain it to your car. <laughs> somebody, somebody smells that, you know, it's you know, going to be like fighting off the elephants. <laughs> if that would prompt going down the stairs, <laughs> other than to, uh, you know, whatever the normal uh, habits are, yeah, yeah that'll be all right. There'll be a okay. net gain. There'll be a net gain. Okay. All right. Well, for <laughs> you, I suppose. Uh, I've seen her come down the stairs. Um, hold on. Yeah. Do you think she, do you think one of these is involved? One of these accounts? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I'm not All right. sure what it would be, but uh, Interesting. well, so <laughs> this is episode three, and let me tell three. you the ratings. The ratings have come in on the first episode, and they are something else. Something else. We didn't a get a lot of force. reviews. We didn't get a lot of reviews, but the one we got was awfully nice. And hey. she said very nice things about how we looked. So, Oh, man. Look, I shaved today. Eh, I don't like it. My wife likes it, so. You look you look like a little boy. I know. Oh, Everywhere. <laughs> no, we got, a, we got a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Oh, fantastic. That keep it up. That... I forgot what I wrote. I oh. was like, we're awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, but you only gave us one star. Way to go. Because well, there's room to improve. <laughs> we can't let our heads get too big right at right out of the gate. That's true. That's yeah. true. I don't think there's any chance of that happening. Um. So, okay, yeah. So we got our wine and uh, we got our topic for the day. But I think before Ooh. the topic, don't we normally... Talk about what we've been listening to lately. Yeah, yeah. What do you yeah, got? Yeah. What have you been listening to? Uh, I got this as a gift a while back, and I love it. You know, I'm a big '80s rock fan and everything. And mm -hmm. uh, this is White Snake's American debut, slided in. Uh, they had about 14 albums before this in Europe, but this was the one that Geffen picked them up for and had. Mm -hmm. uh, Love Ain't No Stranger and Slow and Easy and Slide It In. And I just really, really love this. This is actually a uh, remastered version. It's a 35th anniversary remix. And it's got uh, it's got two records here. And it's recorded at like whatever, half speed or something. So everything. So there's like three songs on each side. Uh, and you know, it's that 180 grain and all that stuff. To be honest, it's kind of annoying. I don't like to have to flip the record four times to listen yeah. to an album, but it's it's got it's even got cool artwork that wasn't on the original yeah, cover. And I just I, I'm a big fan of David Coverdale's voice, especially in the early 80s. And this is when they still had that cool Hammond keyboard sound. So uh yeah, White Snake, slide it in. I'm gonna have to put that on my list. I'm gonna do a a collection of covers that have hooters on them oh my scorpions has uh has it has one which which album is that is that uh, love it first out? thing no not wipe out yeah knockout wipe out was it blackout blackout yeah but that it's, doesn't have that's that's the one with the forks in the eyes so that mm, can't be it's was the one it, where uh, they're in the in the back it's it's a, the dude oh. and a chick in the back seat She's got she, gum on her nipple. Yeah. For some reason. But you turn the cover over. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah, well, I mean, there's no way to get 
three boobs anymore. So I guess we have to resort to 1970s Scorpions albums. Wait, there is a way? No, there is no way. There is. I didn't I know. think so. Not I didn't that I think know. so. You know, I'm a fan. I am a fan. Um, Are you an only fan? <laughs> Isn't this brilliant? I'm just curious who's actually making money on it. And actually, there's a boob on the label. <laughs> There's a boob holding the bottle right now. Look right there. Yeah, that is a boob. Like I feel like when I was uh, when I was twelve years old, putting it on the Playboy Channel, and it was all scrambled. Sure. Did you do this? Yeah, it's the only way. You know, it's either that or it was the uh, Sears catalog. You know, switch to the the women's section. <laughs> but it was all scrambled, and then maybe one time and one for one second in an hour you could make one out and then I would get like, I saw it. I saw a boob. <laughs> it made my day. Okay. So what's, so what's I, your vinyl? <laughs> I want to give, first give a big shout out to Royal records and Queen Anne in Seattle. Um, I've been listening a ton to the beach boys and I did not have. Pet that sounds. sounds. So I've been listening to Pet Sounds a lot. Um, God Only Knows is one of the most mm -hmm. beautiful songs ever written. It really is. It is so beautiful. And then Wouldn't It Be Nice just automatically makes you happy. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been reading a ton about them too. And either I didn't know or I learned that there's a Charles Manson Beach Boys connection. Yeah. With Dennis Wilson. He uh, basically Charles Manson and his his uh, um, heart harem stole his house, basically. He let them in to, for a party, and they just never left. Right. And he couldn't get them out, so he ended up just moving and then stopping the rent check for <laughs> that one place. And then he's like, okay, <laughs> they'll be evicted at some point. And then, uh, and then the story goes that Brian Dennis Wilson tried to help Charles Manson get a recording contract, but the producer who they met with did not like Charles Manson's songs. I mean, he wasn't, he claimed to be a musician, but his songs, not great. And shortly after that, Sharon Tate dead, all those people dead. And then it hit Dennis pretty hard. He kind of took blame. Oh, wow. And then, uh, went into his own world of drugs and darkness and he died at some point. Not so long after that, I don't think. Was he the one that drowned? Yeah. Yeah, looking for looking for a piece of jewelry he had thrown in the ocean yeah. or something. I mean like that. he was they were all well except for who's the except for one of them, they were all mega, mega drugs. Squeaky clean image, but tons of drugs. Tons of yeah. Drugs. As I recall, the dad who was like yeah. the manager was very abusive and yeah, you know, just cracked a whip constantly. So but wanted to portray them as this, you know, American pie, innocent bow tie and everyone. Right. Yeah. It's it's an interesting story. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, so, yeah, I love uh, that album too. Uh, I got a topic that I wanted to talk to you about, and I haven't told you what it is, but I think it'll I'm be interesting. 
Uh, so, so we're in January. This will probably be dropping when the third week of January, I'm guessing. So it'll still be going on. Uh, dry January. I've never what heard you, of it. Well, are you lying? No. Is that a real thing? <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing. It's like sober October, but it's it's January. Wow. Uh, so it's so they want people to be sober for two months out of the last five months. Listen, nobody's saying they want people to do anything. This is people doing this for themselves. And I I have kind of a weird relationship with this in that uh, I was dating a girl and we used to drink a lot. I mean, that was how we had our good times. We would go out and drink and we'd do whatever. And then she got a little worried about how much she was drinking. And I, I didn't think it was too much, but then she kind of admitted to me that you know, it wasn't just the, our drunken weekends that she'd wow. get she'd get drunk during the week, and then she'd drive drunk, and there's all this other stuff going on. And I was like, "Oh my, okay. Well, I support this then, if that's what you want to do, because she wanted to do a dry January." But I was a little skeptical because uh, I was raised by an alcoholic, hmm. and he his his thing to prove he wasn't an alcoholic was he'd be like, "Well." I can quit anytime I want. I'll quit for a month. And so he just periodically quit for a month. Mm. And then, you know, by the 28th day of that month, he was so angry and so mean. And we were all just begging him to go back to drinking again. And which was no better because he was a mean drunk. But I kind of thought of that whole thing of, you know, I can quit for a month as being like another sign of, of real alcoholism. And maybe you shouldn't be thinking of quitting for a month. Maybe you should think of quitting forever. But she did the month. Actually, she didn't finish the month because we were both kind of realizing that, uh, you know, we we just like to drink and with dinner, you know, like to open a bottle of wine, whatever, you know, go out, we'd sing or whatever we do, it'd be drinking involved. Uh, and so she lasted like three weeks and then said, oh, fuck this. But today I knew I was going to be talking to you about this and getting your thoughts on it. And so I decided to do a little research on this and the benefits of, of stopping drinking for a month is kind of crazy. No, oh, Yeah. Uh, like the, the weight loss that can happen pretty quickly. The, uh, the better sleep that can happen pretty quickly. You know, I mean, I could use that. I sleep like shit, as you well know. Yeah. And, uh, all sorts of things. And so there's a lot of, uh, a lot of good reasons to try something like a month off of drinking. And I wanted to get kind of your thoughts on it. No one. Yeah. Agree. I agree. There is a, uh, there's a podcast by a professor of, of uh, he studies the nerve, he studies the nervous system and like the eye and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, Andrew Nieberman, Nieberman, I believe. And he talks a ton about stopping for a month, stopping for even for a week. But what, yeah, just like you said, what happens to your body if you remove alcohol is the sleep, your metabolism, your hormones, your energy levels, your cognitive skills, all of these things, there is a substantial jump. And it's, it's amazing what your body can do. But I mean, alcohol is pretty darn tasty. <laughs> I was going to ask you, have you ever done like sober October or anything like that? No, no, I never do. I do. 
to say no net November, but they were all fails. <laughs> they are all fails. <laughs> years ago, years ago, I did do most of the year. And Lori will probably say, oh, it's been a really, really long time. But I think, yeah, years ago, I did do almost a year where none, like I didn't crave it. Um, I We still, like social life still fully in swing and still going out and doing stuff, but I just did not want to drink. And uh, I, maybe I was good for a bit, but my life has definitely not improved since then. <laughs> Well, it got me thinking. I was like, I, I like, I like wine is my problem. You know, I can give up vodka. I can give up scotch. You know how much I love scotch. I could give scotch up. Uh, I don't know if I can give wine up. I just like wine with a meal. And, yeah. and I like to drink while I'm writing. And I started realizing oh. maybe, maybe what I need to do is just be more conscious of how much I'm drinking yep. and, and slow it down a little bit because the places I go to write, you know, I've just got the keyboard clacking and they know me and everything. And so they don't even ask me if I want another drink. If the drink is empty, it. they just bring me a drink. And so maybe I need to just start drinking slower and not as often. That's tough. That might be tougher than going cold Turkey actually. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know how to drink like a normal person. I chug everything. <laughs> if uh, I will, I I drink three glasses in what it'll take Lori the time to drink one. Well, I mean, you and I, when we get together, we, we can, can put it we, down. We can do four, yeah. and I think we've done five bottles. But there's no reason we have to do that. Except that we're having a great time and we don't want yeah. to stop talking. <laughs> yeah. You know, all of these things just go back to the old sayings, like every old saying of moderation. And you're right. We don't need five. We'll have just as much fun with four and a half. So <laughs> Baby steps. Baby I mean, steps. Yeah. I mean, Rome wasn't built in the day, they say. So it's just realizing your limit i guess and then the discipline like i think 2024 for me the word isn't resolutions or no you know dry a january or any of these things it's more discipline so like you're you're writing right so you want to you, you have these goals of writing and you have your what you want to accomplish with the writing will alcohol help or pull you away from that well, that's that's another bad habit that I started was I needed to get out of the house to write. Mm. I couldn't just write in the house. I mean, I can edit in the house, but to actually do the writing, I tend to like to be out of the house. And since I'm not a coffee drinker, I just ended up at bars instead of coffee shops. And that's just become a habit now Yeah. of when I write, I'm I'm out drinking somewhere. Uh, and the problem is, you know, it has really worked out for me this last year. Yeah. You know, I wrote a novel. So, although, but I wouldn't. I but mean, think of how much I drank writing a novel. Oh, so you did drink quite a bit doing that. So, so then I guess that line is like, what's that line of drinking to propelling you forward versus drinking and then maybe propelling you forward in a way that you don't want to go and that you probably spend time later on backtracking or changing or saying what was i thinking has has that happened to you 
You mean where I'm like going through and reading what I've written and I'm like, this makes no sense. You're like, what the heck was I? That's too much OnlyFans wine for OnlyFans wine for me last night. No, I haven't. I haven't gotten to any kind of situation like okay. that. But, yeah, but but then at the same time, you don't have a problem. So I mean, I, yeah, I don't have a problem, but I always, I always think back to the uh, the phrase functional alcoholic, and I think that maybe you know. I'm right there on the border. Well, I I don't need to drink every day, but if I have not drank one day, I will almost certainly drink the next day. But you don't drink during work. No, I think that's what functional alcoholic means that you drink. <laughs> no, there's too much heavy machinery involved in that. I don't think. Yeah. So the 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 needle of alcoholism and you is very on the on the zero. Versus the 11. Yeah. You know, and you know, I work from home. So nothing is stopping me from waking up. There's about five bottles of bubbly right now in the house. And I love me some bubbles, but yeah, nothing. I don't, uh, no desire to do any, to drink anything during the day. <clears throat> That's super interesting to me because when COVID hit and we were locked down for a little bit, uh, you know, I used to be a, I won't drink at home kind of guy. Oh. And, uh, and then it was pretty much, well, I can't drink anywhere else and I don't have anything to do. So I started drinking at home and now I love drinking at home. He loves it's drinking like, at home too. It's like my favorite place to drink. <laughs> I love, everyone knows me. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's no line there's, in the bathroom. And they're not going to cut me off. And, oh, Kelly, we think you've had enough. <laughs> They always play the music I like. That's right. Every single time they do. That's right. Yeah, I love uh, I love drinking that. I'm, you know, my a cousin of mine sent me a message today, and it's snowing back in Chicago. Mm. And then, uh, and then I said, like, oh, it's been super windy here. Like, we've had some major, major wind the past couple of days. And it's like I told her, I, I'm a hermit. I just like to stay at home, unless I leave to go to a bar. I would prefer <laughs> to stay at home, but still. Home is home is the default place to be. Uh, so you're, I'm assuming you are not, are you doing half dry January? Oh, no, no. no. The problem is that I have uh, too social of a life. Like uh, you. Uh, tomorrow I'm, I'm hanging out with the silver foxes in, in Issaquah at Jack's, which is a really nice steakhouse. And I'm not going to not drink while I'm having a nice steak. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> and I shaved. All of yeah. this was jet white. You're too young to hang with us. I'm too. You, <laughs> you guys are too cool for me. Uh, but you know stuff like that, and then uh, and then we're looking at a snow event here this weekend. So I'll probably be stuck in the house. What am I going to do? Not drink. No, super drink. Super drink. I've got another magnum of that DeBone. So bubbles. how about this? How about... So I have a client. And right now I am editing a six-part training, video training course that we recorded last month. I've been knee-deep in editing, neck-deep in editing for the past few weeks. And he, there's a section on there called Habits. 
because so it's a six part session. One of them is for to find your purpose, your rules and goals, your habits, your um, self-awareness. And there's one more. I don't remember what it is. But in the habit section, he talks about how it would be he for his clients, he likes to encourage them to do a habit audit. So what do you do every day? Like when you wake up, obviously you go to the bathroom, you do all your bathroom stuff, then you either eat breakfast, whatever it is. <clears throat> and then to analyze those habits, if they are good or bad, and if they help you accomplish your goals or if they don't help you accomplish your goals. And then if you do have a habit that does not help you accomplish your goals to break it down into what are the cues that make you do that have that make you do that action and then what is the routine like what do you do and then what is the reward how are you feeling rewarded by doing that habit whether it be good or bad so you break it down into those three sections and then he tells you to um if the habit is bad to replace to replace the reward with something else and it sounds like the easiest thing in the world but it's probably the most difficult thing in the world so like what I'm trying to do is cut down on the drinking. So what I'm doing is replacing the reward of drinking more and more water, but I don't like water. So I'm going back to my crystal light. So I've somehow, <laughs> I've somehow turned this whole thing into my habit of drinking every day, replacing it to instead of drinking wine every day is to drink 300 ounces of crystal light. I mean, oh, just a yeah. sprinkle of crystal light. So it's basically three or four of my big glasses. And if you do that long enough, it turns into a habit, which supposedly takes six weeks for your brain to turn whatever it is that you're doing into muscle memory and a habit. I've just bored. Absolutely. I've bored the well, three people listening to, to the show, well, but it's only really, We've only got three listeners, so <laughs> it is interesting stuff, and I think it's uh, it fits in with the new year. It's the you know people like to start fresh and like yeah. to well at least pretend to start fresh, and you know the gyms are super packed right now, so I'm staying clear of those. <laughs> um, Good thinking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's the whole uh, it's the whole discipline is the key word for for 2024. I like it. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do that for myself as well. Yeah. What I've decided to do was that I will probably, you know, take a week off of drinking and and stuff like that. And just kind of uh, ease my way out of it because quite honestly, I like expensive wine. So I could, I could take a break on the pocketbook too. I got to start saving money away for vacations and such. We need to um, hit up Wicked. That's not how we save money on wine. <laughs> well, well, yeah, for a sponsor. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm shouting out Royal Records as often as I can. That's true. <clears throat> That's and, true. Uh, Royal Records, and they don't even know us. They, they, you know, they are so cool. I've sent them probably five Instagram messages and they reply each time. Yeah, but are they the guys that uh, that suddenly had a Q5 record and nope. jacked it up? Oh, that was a different place. Okay. Yeah, it was a different place. Okay. That was a different one. 
um that was georgetown records which shout out to them too okay they're, they're hey, good. georgetown records i, I like so you're saying 45 bucks was too much for that q5 record oh my brother that and he was like what's he thinking <laughs> i'm a hey i'm a collector i'm a fan i'm a i support small business i mean i'm 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 a good dude and did you, you see that good dude what's that oh the the drum the drum yeah the light the mostly blocking. blocks it but uh i can see oh, it. i know what it is one. yeah well you know i i do you know a good a good uh experiment would be yeah is if you do cut it out if you do stop for a week how does it help the writing or if it helps the writing or how does it help the sleeping and the sleeping does that help the writing because i imagine it would I mean, it, yeah, it has to. I mean, your brain is not rested. Your your brain is is a, a little bit more whack than usual. It needs to be I'll, less whack. I'll tell you, as a writer, uh, I need more discipline just in general because the reason I had to get out of the house was that if I've got uh, my computer in front of me and I will, I will find any reason to not write i'll check yeah. my emails five thousand times i'll check my email promotions that's to get out of writing and uh so i decided to you know go someplace where i couldn't do that regularly but then i've made friends at all these places you know i go down and write at the wine bar and and everybody shows up and stops me from writing anyway so i think it's just my way of getting out of writing it's those it's those small small steps yeah, but it's the hardest thing in the world because we are old and programmed and hardwired. I mean, I run on vacuum tubes. <laughs> That's what's inside my brain. I believe it. Hey, brother, we got the 10 minute mark, so it's time for show and tell. Oh, I forgot about show and tell. What? I'm should so... I should I do my show and tell first? No, then? You... I I forgot that we hadn't talked about it. Oh, okay. I have let's... it right here. Oh, let's see it. Me. So yeah. again, nerds collectors. Uh, last year I went to a flea market and I saw packs of Return <laughs> of the Jedi movie cards. Yeah, and he was selling them for twenty. He was selling them for three bucks a pop, and he had a box, an original box. Right. And uh, I'm like, man, I kind of want them, but I don't want just one. <laughs> I want the whole box. So I didn't buy them right away. And then I came, I did a round because it was like at a flea market type deal. I did my round and then I came back to this guy's table. And then I go, the first thing I asked him was, how long have you had those Star Wars cards? And this is where he messed up. He told me that he had had them for a while. So I was like, sweet. I said, uh, I said, I'll give you 20 bucks for the whole box. And it was a full box. And then he said, okay. So he was selling them <laughs> for three bucks each. And then he ended up. I have the whole box. No, I have the whole box. Oh, you have the box. Because <laughs> you then gave me the rest of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. I gave you. I gave you gave you a bunch of, no. of them. And remember, we opened them all up trying to we put a did. whole deck together. And then we also were eating the gum. Oh, my God. 40-year-old gum. That was definitely a five-bottle night. 
<laughs> so yes, show and tell some some Star Wars Return of the Jedi movie cards from Tops. Yeah, from that Tops. was that was a fun night. That was the night you brought up that transforming Optimus Prime. It was. Oh man, I want to buy that again so bad. What buy it again? What happened? I returned it because it broke. Ah, whack. Super whack. All right, what do you got? All right, have you ever seen Clash of the Titans? Yes. Okay, look what I got here. I got Bubo. Oh, that's cool. How long have you had that guy? Forever. Uh, he's vinyl, and he's meant to sit on your shoulder. Uh, he's actually got a little shoulder thing here, and there used to be a strap that you could put him on your shoulder. Uh, but I have used him as the topper for my magazine rack for several years now. That is cool. And I just, I, that movie is not great, but it's still kind of great. You it know, is great. I, I love it. And it's, uh, a, it's a technical masterpiece. Yeah. And this thing is just rubber, you know, but it looks great. It does it, look great. It's awesome. And so uh, my show and tell is Bubo. <laughs> if I had had this when I was, 12 when that movie came out or 11 i would have been the coolest kid in school actually this is my problem carlos is thinking uh, that i would have been the coolest kid in school if i had this you might have i know. don't think i would have i think i would have you gotten beat up exactly the same amount of times uh, but i would have felt pretty i would have been like only you only you <laughs> appreciate me and understand me boobo it would have been even better if you had done the whole uh what was the main guy's name Perseus? Yeah, if you had had Perseus's uh, uh, outfit on. like That, that. would have been amazing, Carlos, because when I was 11, I weighed maybe 90 pounds, and uh, that, would have, that would, yeah, I think my chest was actually inverted back then. That should be a goal. Crypticon this year, you dressed <laughs> as Perseus with that thing strapped to your shoulder. That sounds good. All right, listen, I'll just do it as fat Perseus. I'm fine with it. After he killed Medusa, he let go, and it's like you know what, my work here is done. I can, I can be free. Listen, you end up with that smoking hot chick. You stop working out as much. Once you got what you wanted, you stop working that much. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay, brother. Uh, as usual, I have had uh, an amazing time with you tonight. Um, where can people? Where can people find you, and what are you up to, and all that kind of stuff? Um, you can find me at the CZ Media Podcast on YouTube, on Instagram. Um, I'm starting to do more record posts. I do this little thing where I just do a little story of the what I'm listening to. Yeah. I recently posted a video called Vinyl Tag 2024. That stupid video took me all day to make. It looks great. I was like, I wonder why it took him this long to make. And then it's edited beautifully. It's got all these these graphics flashing across I the screen. And graphics. So, all right, let me ask you this. We we have a few minutes. Um, when did you watch it? Yeah. Did you do you remember the question of if I could only listen to music from one country? Um, no. Okay. That I laughed like a total moron. <laughs> for what I did with that. I should post that. I should do a clip and then post that because it is uh the question is you could if you could only listen to music from one country, which country would it be? 
Right. So I go, uh, I go, you know what, you know, obviously it has to be the U S for one of my options. And then I put a little video of that America F yeah video where the Eagle is marching yes. in his hands. And <laughs> so I, I put in the little clip where his hands has a machine gun and then the flag comes up and he salutes and then puts his aviator glasses on, which I thought was hilarious. And then I said, Mexico. And, uh, I don't know if you know this, but there's this Mexican weather woman named Annette Garcia. Yeah, I've so noticed. I put a screenshot of her, you know, slightly turned to the side. <laughs> and then England. And then I put a big old picture of King Charles's ugly face with horrible <laughs> teeth. Now, so, so. Was the question if you could only listen to one country's music? music? From one country. Why did you list three countries? Well, no, because I said those are the three choices that I would give myself. But then oh. I I ultimately said the U.S. Because okay. there are some Mexican, there is Mexican music from here that I like and a whole bunch of other stuff. And not too much. You know what? England does not have a very strong Mexican music scene, believe it or Weird. not. Well, they're very racist over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they don't like them. They don't like us uh, <laughs> Mexicanos. But I laughed like a complete buffoon during I was editing it when I was watching it over and over again. I thought, man, I'm a genius. <laughs> I like your self-confidence brother. I need a dash of that. All right, buddy. What do, what, what do you got? What do you, where can people go to, to find you? Oh, um, so my regular podcast is Strange Eons Radio, which is every Thursday, and it's a pop culture uh, podcast about movies, television, comic books, all that kind of stuff. Um, one of our co-hosts, Vanessa, has recently just had her baby. Ooh, and congratulations. So, yeah, congratulations, Vanessa. And uh, And so we've got a couple episodes where we've got somebody sitting in for her. And it's going to be good. It's all fun. Uh, it's always a fun time. And then you can also see what's going on in my writing life on uh, the, the website written by klyoung.com where subscribe I have to the a, newsletter. subscribe to the newsletter. I have a new novel coming out this year. It's called the secret language of spiders. It's uh, it's really scary. Um, I asked my mom if she liked it and she said she couldn't read it uh, because she was getting too scared. And I said, nice. I'm, Putting that on the cover. Oh, heck yeah. That's definitely cover worthy. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to your show last week or the week before, and we might have a new F1 fan. <laughs> yeah. MCEM has, -E uh, has joined the ranks. Well, I'll, um, I'll drag him along with me at four in the morning next time I come down to your place. MCEM. That's what you have to do. You have to watch that last race in Abu Dhabi. It starts at 4.30 in the morning. Kelly's already done it. I can't so wait to do it again. It's uh, He won't join us because it requires drinking at 4 in the morning. <laughs> For me, it just requires have, me to continue drinking. He likes vodka. <laughs> oh, did I lose your audio? Uh-oh. Uh I hope not. Are we out? No, I can't hear you. Uh-oh. Well, we're it's done with the show. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on all our social media platforms. Look for us, KCYZ Nerd Radio on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. We're also on YouTube, KCYZ Nerd Radio. Subscribe and thank you. 